right on. That was perfect. We we never. Casey's I mean, like that. Just killed my. <laughs> I am not here to comment. She's like right right on. Like what? I've been noticing that because like. I, so actually, I don't even use the clap to line up our audio. I'm not gonna lie. Wait, really? I, well, then what's now, it's just nowadays? A thing. I, yeah, it's it's just our thing now. But like I now, I because I can hear even though it's just headphones, I can hear a little bit of your voice oh, coming through so my headphones. Oh, just line it up that way. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I have that happen with all my people, but really? they also mm-hmm. aren't. I'm not gonna say anything. This is recording. <laughs> no, this just is good time to say things. Okay, We're not gonna name any They're names. just not tech savvy. I, they don't even know what gain is. So when like right, they have issues, right. I have to be like, "Is there a volume knob on your Yeti, <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it is?" And then right, it's fun. Like, what's a volume well, knob? Th- they're you know they're there to just say smart things, and you're there to be the smart tech. tech Dude, technician who does do you all know the stuff. John Fee and I are just re- like he's just recording on Zoom nowadays. Oh really? <laughs> he just records on Zoom. No oh, microphone, wow. no nothing. Yeah. And then really? sends it to me. Mm-hmm. And he's doing two podcasts now. Oh wow. Yeah. So for those who don't know, this is our dear our dear dear friend Casey, who <laughs> I've actually known for six years. Sounds about right. We met in college. We're out yeah, of college so now. You two are old. Years. We are, yeah. Yeah, we, we're we the met oldest in college. One here. <laughs> actually actually, i don't think so i think i'm jonah aren't you older than me yeah i know that's that's what made it funny wait i I thought that's what made it funny funny. i guess it went over everybody's heads but wait casey i'm older than you wait what's going on here i'm 97 oh oh, you (laughs) i thought for like i don't know why but for some reason i thought you were saying that you yes i'm 97 i've been in this business for quite a while now the sass is out yes (laughs) no i was a 97 baby december me too oh wait Wait, that means i was first wait a minute i'm november yeah wait you're only a month older than me i'm barely older than you two were you like one of those smart kids that like skipped a year uh yes because i was homeschooled (laughs) okay and so i could do that (laughs) we had no rules were you homeschooled at all, Casey, or no? Oh, no. no. Public school until college. <laughs> She's like, hell no. Yuck. Nope. <laughs> not no. that I have anything against it. Of course not. Well, you're, you have your two to favorite people right now are You're in the presence of two very <laughs> awkward homeschoolers. Hooray. Nah. Who happen to have a podcast Okay, somehow. wait. So what are we drinking? Jonah, mm. did you make Casey a nice drink or no? You know, um, she, I, I offered to. but <laughs> she just drinking water? What is this? Yeah. Well, oh I'm going gosh. to the gym after, so I don't want to have alcohol yeah. right now. I don't know. Have have totally I have you ever worked out after getting a little bit of a buzz? No. It's kind I of just fun. lose Sounds motivation. Like fun, though. Does I feel like mm, it's dangerous. It might be fun. It's yeah, dangerous. it doesn't sound like a good idea. It depends on like, are you using weights? Because one time at a uh, mm. Christmas party. We, we have a, in, in my parents' basement, we have a half rack, which like you can do like bench presses and stuff on. Mm-hmm. And my uncle, who was drunk as fuck, was trying to uh, bench like 350. And he had just had <laughs> yeah, shoulder no. surgery. Dangerous. Yeah, it was, he could have easily fucked up his surgery. <laughs> so, like, so note mm. for everyone listening, don't do that. No, um, free, n- just like do body weight exercises if you're going to exercise drunk. If you're going to exercise drunk, make sure. Do it responsibly, kids. <laughs> PSA, don't try this. This is done by trained professionals. That, that's right. <laughs> A little TikTok dangerous content warning. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I need one of those on my life as a whole. 
Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So we, we all know, I mean, the two of us obviously know who Casey is. Um, but obviously. like for anyone who's listening, uh, Casey, you want to give a little background of yourself? Yeah, cool. Okay. Well, so yeah, I met Abby in college, so I'm from PA, good old yeah. Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've been, I talk about Pennsylvania a lot of work. Um, I love it. I, I don't know. I've been doing audio for over 10 years now, which feels weird to say. I started when I was in middle school, just kind of shadowing, um, my great pal, Reed Kimmel, um, who taught me most of what I know. And then I went to college and CMC with these kids, um, but at different semesters. So I was after you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then right now I work at Pixel Flex, which is an LED um, manufacturing company type deal. So I do a lot of repair work. Um, and then I work at churches on weekends and I edit podcasts during the week. Heck yeah. Oh my gosh, you're busy. So wait, are you full time at Pixel Flex? Mm hmm. So Monday your spare through time, Friday. You're editing. Oh, Monday through Friday job. What? Seven to four. It's early. I mean, but then you're out, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have your entire evening. And then I have a little post-work nap. And then... <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then I have the evening. Exactly. But yeah, so it's nice. That's awesome. So wait, you have your full-time job and then you also work on podcasts. Mm-hmm. I edit three podcasts right now. Okay. You still edit three podcasts? I edit wow. two for John and one busy. for some guy out in Oregon. Nice. I probably oh, shouldn't so you're say doing some both guy. of his podcasts. Yeah, so I do both of his because he has like a Patreon okay. level one and then a, like mm. a narrative one now. That's what we need to do. We just need a Patreon only. There you go. Podcast. A Patreon. Oh. <laughs> a Patreon yeah. Only. I mean, we, we could. I'm we kidding. Could. No. Well, <laughs> what would it what would even <laughs> be about? Going. What would it even be about? <laughs> I literally almost died thinking about doing a second one. <laughs> yeah, we're we're already like. To be fair, John is a historian, so he does. There's a lot of history, like out there. narrative stuff about history and the books he's reading, probably yeah. and all that. He's, he's doing a bunch of books. stuff on, actually, which is really fun for me to edit. Um, like the history of like gay marriage and stuff right now with like the different oh, presidents cool. and the reactions Ooh. to that. So the Obama era. Um, I mm. enjoy editing it. I learn a lot. So that's really cool. Yeah. I remember learning a lot from that. Yeah. yeah was this done. like, so this was a professor at Messiah? Yeah. So Abby mm-hmm. got me this gig and it wasn't supposed to be a gig I'd still have now. Cause what yeah. John, John usually did is <laughs> so like Abby did it and then like you'd pass it along to another student, but then it the pandemic happened. It was always a CMC alum. But it had actually. to be a CMC alum because it we're superior. Right. And then, <laughs> um, so then my semester came, I was training someone for the next semester, but then that's when COVID hits. So like for a couple oh. weeks we were like, Hey, like, let's just do it on zoom until things get back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then summer came and then I was like, Hey, I haven't had a chance to really train anyone yet because you know, there's no access to Messiah, especially if you're not a student anymore. Um, so then yeah. I moved to Nashville and I was like, can't really train anyone now. He's like, honestly, like I'm digging this setup. Cause I think it works better for his schedule too, to kind of mm-hmm. decide when he does it. Cause it doesn't depend on when I'm available Stuff like that. So, yeah. So, right. originally, as Abby saying, when Drew was still a part of it, and then kind of just trickled into something different. So, very cool. Yeah. Dang. Stuff. That's awesome. Working hard. Jeez. So, and what we were thinking about, I mean, we, you know, obviously, we keep this very light and breezy. It kind of just, you know, we, we've already been in doing this for, what, like eight minutes now, and we've t- we haven't even touched the original <laughs> idea that we were going to do. Um. But the idea we had to talk today was, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Abby, but it's about like, 
learning from making mistakes. Is that what it was? Abby came well, up with this idea. So. Kind of. So, I mean, I'll just jump into it because yeah. Casey, you were like, I've been doing audio for 10 years. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then you're like, and now I'm working at an LED company. <laughs> you yes. know? And yes. so, I mean, that kind of goes along with what I kind of was wanting to talk about today. It was like, you're doing something very different from what you've always kind of grown up doing and what you're familiar with is what it sounds like. So, like, what was that like for you going from you know, into maybe this new type of territory and learning all these new skills. And was that kind of scary? Like, what was that process like? Oh, yeah, I was terrified going into it. Um, So for me, I knew someone who helped me get the job. So that made it a bit easier because I know he started with the same skill sets I did. But um, even just in like the few months I've been there, like I've learned so much about LED that I didn't think I'd learn. Mm. And so like, I think whenever I think about CMC, I think the thing I think of the most is like during my time there, I learned that like, it's not about how to do it, but like how you like approach doing things and like how you like figure things out on your own. So mm. like even the other day I asked my boss like, Hey, like what color wires for what color wire for a power supply? He's like, I don't know, Google it. <laughs> and so like, <laughs> like even like my boss like doesn't actually know. He's like, well with power, like, I don't know, just look up to see what the Europeans do. And you know, we don't want to like blow up a power supply. So I think like just kind of Definitely. keeping the attitude of like everyone's still learning. So even if like you're the new person in a role, like, mm. you know, you just kind of got to fake it till you make it. And it's different, but it's still kind of the same. Like it's still like entertainment industry type stuff, but it is definitely really different. Like yeah. I'm doing a lot of repair, a lot more of like, you know, soldering and like how chemicals and power and all this stuff interact. But I'm still getting to like learn more about like the bigger production of like what goes behind tours and stuff. So it's really cool. Yeah. That is super cool. Wow. It's like a building block, like, yeah. you know, for all that stuff. What is like your ultimate goal? Like dream job. Great question. Right I was talking to my boss about that earlier, actually. <laughs> That's part always of me. a conversation to have with your boss. Well, like my work, shout out to my work. I love my work. Um, they're super great. And like I'm working on my CTS right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of cruising. But I know we were talking earlier because my boss doesn't actually know much about touring because he's just like an IT like repair mm -hmm. guy. Like he's never been in this side of it. And so like his brother mentioned like how someone at Crew One told him how much you can make on the road. He's like, did you guys know you can make this much money? And I'm like, yeah, Britt, why did you think I wanted to come to touring? <laughs> um, and he's like, I just want you guys to know like. I never want you to feel stuck here because like I know there's other things out there for you guys and you have different interests and stuff. So like for me, it's super awesome to know that like my work doesn't care about growing me for the role I'm at there. Mm. They care about me just growing as a person. Mm. So they're like, we want you to, you know, gain these skills and do that. And if you stay here, you stay here. And if like you find other opportunities, like we don't want to hold you back from something. Um, so it's kind of nice to have that like freedom to know like I'm not stuck there because I feel obligated or anything like I just enjoy being there right now um but yeah I think part of me I still really want to be on the road someday I don't know when I have a dog so that kind of makes things a little <laughs> complicated but um yeah. I don't know just kind of cruising for now but I think I definitely want to be on the road for a bit and I definitely would like to see myself like in a teacher type role someday I've always really oh, okay. liked teaching people audio but I feel mm -hmm. like I still have so much to learn before I can even consider doing that so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. i love that that's what your job does like i think that's super i don't hear a lot about that 
I was gonna say how places. how rare do you think that is for I like a company to be like that? So rare, like yeah. Because I was generally shocked. So I was like, I've I even told him I was like, I've never had a job that like wasn't focused on like how long I was staying there. Because I was like, mm-hmm. I was stressed that like you know like my friend got me this job. So I'm like, am I stuck here forever out of obligation? Mm-hmm. Because also for me, I I got trained a lot when I started. So I'm like, they've already invested so much into me, mm-hmm. like how crazy would it be if I just came and learned and then left? Like, right. For me, I'm like, I feel a sense of like obligation to like use the skills they gave me to work there. And Mm. so I'm like, I think it's really different too when like they train you on the job. So I don't think it's an often, I don't think it happens often because a lot of people, you know, they want to see what you can do for their company. Um, Mm. Right. But I think when you put the people first, it works out better for you in the end. Because now I just feel like warm in my heart. And I'm like, oh, I love these people. And like, right. I don't want to leave. So right. I like mm. that should be the norm, honestly, instead yeah. of like, what can you do for me? Mm-hmm. You know, more like building up of people. It's so interesting because like at my current job that I am so excited to move to the next phase very soon. But where I've been yeah. the last two years is like when I first started, um, they were very against like trial and error type of learning and stuff. And so like I would walk into the room, like I'd be there for two months and then, you know, my boss at the time would be like, don't touch anything. Oh, and I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, don't touch anything. You're going to ruin it or you'll mess it up. We have it set this way and we keep it this way and it doesn't get the job done well, but it's how we have, it's how we have it set up. So don't touch it. Oh Oh my God. And I'm like, and it, it's, it was like, it's been the last two years of fight and a battle to like be, be trusted or be allowed to even like, like experiment and try things. And like, we have like state of the art equipment there that for the longest time I wasn't allowed to touch. Dude. And I could only do it the one way that was ever, you know, told I could do it. And there are multiple ways to do it. And even to this day, you know, that's just how it is. And it's like so smothering to be in that type of environment so I don't know I just there was like no care about letting me learn as an individual or letting other people learn and become like our best selves so I just like it's refreshing to hear that you found that in a job because I know how much it sucks when you don't have it no for sure and for me like I can't imagine they can see their company growing Mm -hmm. either like if you do everything the way it's always been done you can't grow you can't figure out better ways to do things mm-hmm. and like I don't know maybe it's just the nature of my job is I fix broken things but I mean like I remember one day I was scared to death I broke a wall and they're like if you did it's okay like we can tell by the fact you're worried about it that like you didn't try to break this wall <laughs> so like it's just the nature of the work like sometimes things break but like honestly there's not a lot of tech things that when you break them, there's not something you can still get out of them. Like you can either fix it, restore it or like scrap it for parts. Like, yeah. And they hired you and they, so they should trust you with the work. Mm -hmm. So, but I feel like that's just some of the fun of tech industry. Yeah. Bina. Yeah. I don't know, Jonah. What's your like perspective as a musician? So I love this because I can just sit back um, and listen and like soak all this in because this is very much not outside of my experience fully, but it's outside of like what my current work life is like. But Mm -hmm. it makes complete sense that like 
you you need a little bit of space to breathe and i think that the really long lasting companies are going to be the ones that grow people because and you know like i think that that's a good thing that's a smart thing in the industry in general because if you think about it you know a company shouldn't just be about themselves like i mean mm-hmm. it makes sense like they got to make money right but at the same time you want to make sure that your industry as a whole is going to thrive and the yeah. only way your industry as a whole is going to thrive is if you keep bringing up great people mm-hmm. who are going to be doing great okay. things. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And mm-hmm. sure, that's going to mean people are going to come and go. That's how it goes. And that's, that's a, that is one parallel I can say with bands and stuff like that, right? Like the reason that I got my gig with the Beasley Brothers is because their original guitarist left um, to go play with a different band. Right. And I don't know if I don't know what the situation is with that other band, but it's kind of that same thing, you know, with musicians, they grow and sometimes they go into other bands. Um, but it's really cringy when you see a band desperately trying to like hold on to like mm. their musicians. And same with companies where a company is just like desperate to not lose people, but like they maybe try to keep you in the dark and keep you ignorant so that you don't get any better jobs in the future. <laughs> Which just oh, I've never n- even looked at it from that perspective before. And that makes me angry. And <laughs> I, I do wonder if it's on purpose Ooh. or not. I do wonder if it's on because that's a very traditional mindset. So like, yeah, it's kind of a gatekeeping way to think is what Ooh, I've been realizing. Yeah. It's just kind of like, you know, because my boss has been in this industry for a very long time, but has never is so like, I know this thing and, and you're not going to know it and I'll explain it. But there's like. I don't know. It's just never been nothing has ever been explained well. So like normally when I go to a new job for the first like like I don't know months and months and months I'm like soaking Mm -hmm. in everything like tell me this tell me that teach me this teach me that I want to get good at everything. And Mm -hmm. I have not experienced that the last two years where I've been at all. And so it's just kind of like a weird gatekeeping mindset I think you know because I'm audio and my boss is primarily you know, an audio guy. And so I don't know. It's just weird. Can, can I ask a question from the outside looking in about your situation, Abby? Yes, please. Um, <laughs> so like <laughs> one thing that I've found to be true, not all, not all the time, but I've definitely found that a lot of the middle age to older techs have that mentality of it is set this way. And it's not amazing, but it works. Mm -hmm. So don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They have that mentality. They don't think, Mm -hmm. is there a way we can do this better, more efficiently, or things like that. Like a lot of older techs get, dare I say, lazy. Do you think, like, how much of it, when you get to be an older tech and you are maybe over some other techs, how much of that do you think is like do you think any any part of that logic is fair or do you think it's complete bullshit like 150%? I don't know. I really feel like it depends on the like the context. So like mm-hmm. say you're in the middle of a tour and someone new hops on and this new person is like, "Hey, we should just start doing things totally differently in the middle of our tour." It's like, <laughs> "No." We're going to like do it the way we've been doing it because it works. But like where I work, it's a venue where we have the room 24 seven all day long. Mm. And if we fuck something up, we have 
forever to fix it, you know? And so that's, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, the perfect opportunity to mess around and and learn as much as you can and try new things and experiment. So I don't know, Casey, what do you think? My first thought was, I think I, I talked to you about a venue I was at recently where like I was having a bit of an issue with someone. And I think for me, there, I think you kind of got a point where like, I don't think it's lazy. I think it's a bit of burnout. Mm. And so I think like the older you get and like if you're on the road and stuff, like you just get tired and you have burnout. But I think like some people also, I feel like a lot of the younger guys have like just a lot of like excitement about seeing what they can do with it. Yeah. So like maybe that's just they that burns out from them because I know like these guys I'm working with, they're like, "Wow, this is so cool. We managed to get this routed from here to there. And look at all these cool things we can do with this. And I'm like, it's so exciting, but also it's not always practical. So it's like, where's that line? I don't know. But I think it's always Mm. better to have more of that eager energy of like, what can I learn? What can we do with it? Mm -hmm. But I think, I think it might just be burnout from like that initial excitement when you're like in tech and you want to learn everything. That's yeah, a good. That's I think a really that's, good perspective. Yeah, I think that's a way better. I mean, albeit there are texts out there that we all oh. know who are lazy, but <laughs> I also think that's a good perspective of burnout. Um, and that makes yeah. me wonder why then, because then I meet texts like the guy who ran sound for that Mardi Gras show I did this weekend mm-hmm. was. I mean, he wasn't as super. He must have. I think he was in his mid to late forties, but the dude was phenomenal. Like mm. as far as his attitude, his willingness to make changes, there was no dragging his feet. There was mm. just nothing but, and it, it wasn't like unbridled enthusiasm, like yeah. like a youngin, like a youngster. <laughs> <laughs> These damn kids! But like, you know, and it makes me think, like, how does someone, like, how do you, how do you think that doing tech stuff for this long, someone can maintain that? A, a certain sense of that enthusiasm or creativity. Yeah. I mean, that's, I I feel like in order to like keep that enthusiasm, it's to embrace the changes in our industry because they're not all going to stay the same. You know, Ooh. we're not still only working with, you know, analog desks anymore. And a oh lot of the old, yeah. old, do- old audio dogs are like, oh, I still only do, I still only do it this way because this is how I've always done it. And this is how I, it, this is the best way to do it because this is the old way, you know? And I feel mm-hmm. like, yes, there are, there are benefits to doing things a, in a traditional or older way, sure. But you should always be like, learning the new stuff as well you know and if you're like invested about where your industry is going and like the new things you can learn then you're gonna stay enthusiastic and in a you know yeah i feel like that's a big part of it yeah do you two i'm pretty sure i've told at least you this story because for anyone who doesn't know casey is also my roommate oh yeah which is how we got her on so last minute (laughs) (laughs) thank Um, you casey but i know i've told you this story and i've probably told you this story abby but when I was playing an un, uh, unnamed venue, that just because I don't feel like, although I, I don't think this guy works there anymore because uh, because of this situation, but he was running sound, and he, he was running on an X thirty two rack with the um, the iPad, which I know I know that like the true audio techs like you guys hate those. I know, but that's that's black. what he had. Okay. That's what he had. And we were an hour and a half behind. And you just he was so bad at it. He was 
fucking up so many things. And he told me, and this is someone maybe five years older than me. So maybe someone mm. in late 20s, early 30s said to me, man, I'll tell you, if we were on my analog console right now, we'd have this done by now. I'm like, you are a young person. What it's like. As a young person, I would like to comment. I prefer analog to digital as well. well but <laughs> I can work on digital. I think there's a difference between preferring something and not being willing to learn or work on something. True. Because like. I'm not a big X32 person, but the main church I'm working at right now has an X32. So, you know, you just kind of got to go with what you have. And mm -hmm. honestly, digital is just a digital version of analog with some extra perks. So, like, I just, I like analog, but yeah. digital, there's like just something nice about it. Catch up. But yeah. yeah. But I think that just comes down to your attitude at that point to be like, oh, I can't do this on a digital. Well, then don't take the gig hop off right <laughs> so like there's so mm -hmm. many especially right now with the way everything is like there's so many people willing to do it so to hear people complaining about what gear they have i'd be like well oh, i'll take your so gig true. then i'll take it <laughs> if you don't want right. to be on digital if you're just gonna sit there and whine then okay yeah. <laughs> i'll give it to me sure take yeah it. like there even like people who have no formal training like i know so many kids who are just hungry to to mess just to mess with that stuff you know who yeah. will watch all the youtube videos and will mm -hmm. give their best shot and will show up a couple hours early to learn everything you know oh, yeah 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 that's a good way to be it's ridiculous yeah there's a there's a kid that uh i'm a huge fan of uh at my church currently that uh he's he's going to school for i think he's going to be studying audio engineering Mm -hmm. mainly because and a big reason for that is because like he was on my team when I was a production coordinator and mm -hmm. like he was always working with you know at that 15 helping us load in and I was showing him the console and so like watching that like and like I'm 24 okay I'm young but like watching that even younger like excitement and enthusiasm and like teach me more you know is just like so cool yeah and super refreshing so I will always say if you ever want to go into audio, if you're a church person, great. If you're not, great. Go to a church. They will teach you. <laughs> like, yep. they need, like honestly, like that's the best place to learn oh, any yeah. of that stuff. When that's I, a really good point. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, you're good. I was just going to say, like, that's the advice Ryan Lampett gave me when I moved. Like, oh, first okay. thing, like, we grabbed coffee and, like, just kind of checked in. And he was like, so, like, what are you doing tech-wise? And, like, you know, just moved, not doing much. I think I was working at, like, Dunkin' Donuts at the time because, like, it was pandemic. Mm. Um, and he's like, just get in with the church. And I'm like, cool. What church is he's like, any, just get with the church. He's <laughs> yeah. like belonging, belonging's great. But like anywhere, just get in with the church. Cause also there's people that know what they're doing. It happens every Sunday and like, I don't know, it's churches. And especially down here, they've got plenty of money. So if you break something, like it'll really be He'll okay. Just get you a so. bigger one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've got some donors down here. Yeah, just kidding. Don't it. like, don't try to break things obviously but um yeah if you if you, you mess around break some but also like yeah it'll be fun and you'll learn something and you might be able to learn other areas too because kind of like you're saying oh, earlier yeah. like i've been an audio person but as we learn at cmc like they all integrate and like you may be on a tour mm -hmm. for one thing one season and then something else another season so like mm -hmm. church is also great because like when you're on front of house you're right next to lighting so you can learn about lighting yeah. or like maybe one week they need a camera op so you hop behind a camera Mm -hmm. And it's a less pressure thing because also if the church has its like mind in the right spot, like 
the mm. the center of the church service is still going to be God. So it's like the production aside, like if something flubs up, like they really shouldn't care. Some some do. And then you kind of like learn the heart of that church. Mm. Um, but for the most part, it should be a less stressful situation than like a real gig. Not a, not that it's not a real gig. Then a like, <laughs> then a one-off show somewhere like at a big venue. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Less stressful. Yeah, so a, a skill that I did not <laughs> expect to like get good at working at my church is like directing. Like I got really, really good at do like directing multiple handheld like cameras um, during the worship set. And like, you know, leading them and what shots they were going to get and like encouraging them to look for moments and capture those moments. And so like that's something that I did a little bit of in college, but got like really good at just being at church because they'd be like, oh, our director called in sick. Can you like sit? You know, can you fill in? Mm-hmm. Like, OK, this is terrifying. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's just it's super cool and a really great place to get out of your comfort zone and learn some new stuff. Hey everybody, we're taking a super quick break just to talk a little bit about our Patreon. You might be asking, what is Patreon? They talk about this every week a little bit, um, and I have no idea what it is. Well, if that's the case, then let me explain it to you real quick. So Patreon is a really cool website where basically creators like us can make custom, like a sort of a behind the scenes experience for their listeners. It's a great way to both create community and also for a great way for creators to get paid. Now, a goal that we have with this podcast, because honestly, we're not trying to make, we're not trying to get rich off this podcast, but we are trying to make it better all the time. And one way that we believe we could get it better is with some better gear, as well as a Zoom premium membership so that our, um, so that we can have longer interviews with uh, more than three people. And so the way you can do that is by signing up to be a Patreon supporter. And a good example, it's not just charity. You know, this isn't like a GoFundMe. Um, this is like something where you're going to get something back. So, for instance, our lowest tier, which is our Patreon crew tier, is $3 a month. And what you get back is you get a shout out. You get like a personalized shout out from Abby and I and whoever our guest is every week. How cool is that? You're get, you get to be in the podcast, essentially. And here's the best part. You can cancel anytime you want. Because guess what? We get it. We're also broke. You know, that's why we can't afford Zoom premium ourselves. But for just $3 a month and cancel anytime, you can help us make this podcast even greater. So even if you consider that and if you want to check it out, you can see the link in our in our bio on Instagram or you can check out the show description at whatever platform you're listening to. All right. Enough gab. Let's get back to this podcast, shall we? Sort of in the vein of the same topic, but a sort of a different angle. Something about faking it till you make it implies that you're going to pretend that you know what you're talking about, which that's how you get into those situations. I also do wonder, like, how, how much do you think humility is needed in those situations? Like, because the humility to just like say, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you show me? Oh, like, I don't think they're exclusive of each other. I think mm. like they sound like it, but like I think you can be confident in what you're doing and still have humility. Cause I think there's a difference between being confident and like being cocky. So mm. like I would say as long as like you recognize like like anytime I, I work at a church, like when I had issues with a church recently, like I sat down and was like, I know I'm not the best audio person out there. Like 
but I know I can do my job. Mm. So like, I think you can have both without excluding the other, but that's just my take. So, yeah, Ugh, I just know that I've worked with plenty of people that are faking it till they make it, but, and also aren't like admitting that they need help with something, you know? And I really, Oh, so many of those types of people. And they're always young guys that are like, <laughs> I've worked in this industry for seven years. And I'm like, you mean when you were in high school? Like, I mean, <laughs> running sound for your like school play? Like, sure, that's, I guess, legit. It counts, like, Abby. It counts. It counts. <laughs> I was kind of surprised because I feel like my first thought is when you said that, I was like, I know I do that to an extent because as a fellow sound girl, you probably get this. Like we mm -hmm. get doubted a lot. Like I've been asked if I know how to plug in an Edison cable and I'm what? like, I think <laughs> I won't say what tour that was. Um, so oh yeah, God. no, I've a been tour? asked like, do you know how to plug in power? Like, and I was like this Edison, they're like, yeah, it goes like up there. I'm like, I'm just waiting to see where the joke is. Like, so like, I feel like it's easy to be doubted if you do ask a question. So I try yeah. not to, unless if I really need to, I know. but I think you can also find those safe people. I think mm -hmm. it depends on the environment. Um, so some yeah. environments don't allow for that. Kind of like you were saying earlier, like your work, not saying they don't allow questions, but like, they're not so trial and error. So mm -hmm. like, you might be more scared to ask a question, which in the end is just going to harm the production. But like in a right. place that's like, I don't care if you mess up, you're like, okay, cool. So like, if that thing's smoking over there, that's bad, right? <laughs> um, that is how I almost broke a wall. Anyways, um, there was smoke. Um, but yeah, so I think like, it depends on the people around you. But that was my first thought, because I feel like most guys tend to be cocky. Um, mm -hmm. But I guess that's maybe like older guys. I don't know. No, we've seen uh, the No, guys. no, no, for sure. Like <laughs> there, there are, are so the many. Too. Yeah, and we all, we all, yeah. yeah. Yeah, tell us about these men. We all have a person in mind um, in <laughs> one of our lives. <laughs> like there, there's always, there's always some, and I don't know. I don't think it's an I age thing. I don't think it's an age thing because, mm -hmm. well, and I don't know why, but it definitely is. I haven't met a female tech yet who I'm sure, I'm sure that there are some out there because it's just humans. Right. Yeah. But I haven't met any yet that are like, straight up just cocky and and can't provide like i know female techs who are like badasses but they 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 can do it right that's fair but yeah. i haven't met any that are like i'm the shit and then they aren't right casey well, was ready to fight there for a second yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was, was like where is this going square up Be I saw her face. square up this guest is in person um so yeah well my first thought to come to mind is i think Regardless of gender, there's always people like I think of my experience working with like labor unions, like mm -hmm. there's always people that think they're better than other people. I don't want to say better than they are, but like they just have a chip on their shoulder. They're like, I've been doing this for years. I'm a rigger. I'm this. I'm that. Mm -hmm. But like they do provide. So like they do do their job. But I think I think both sides of the gender binary have like sometimes too much of a chip on their shoulder like i've definitely mm -hmm. met worked with because i also get so excited like i know you feel that too when you walk into a gig and you're mm -hmm. like yes there's at least one other female here oh my gosh I and, know. Then, and then for the most part they're normally really great but sometimes you get like one that's either burned out or just kind of has sure. that chip on your shoulder and you're like oh cool you're not like a you're not a, a fun cool sound girl sound you're not girl. a cool <laughs> sound girl okay this is that gig okay but yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. i think i, I mean, think both i have it 
I definitely feel like, you know, as a woman in this industry, I don't like there's really not as much of a safe space to ask questions, kind of mm -hmm. like how we were saying, like, like I like, like just what you were saying, Casey, you have to find those safe people. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just ask a question to anybody because immediately it could completely go south and suddenly they're doubting your capability to, you know, do anything like plug yep. in a fucking Edison cable. <laughs> um, yep. But like, yeah, I think that's that's a part of it that a lot of people don't talk about is that, you know, we don't often have that safe space to even ask questions or grow and that's part of like what I'm a little anxious about with this new job that I'm starting because I'm the only female technician there and so I'm like okay I need to navigate this because like I know I'm not a safe the person for you you guys but like but how do I I need to find my people to ask questions to you know and so that's like an extra <laughs> amount of pressure that I feel going into it and I'm so excited but I'm also like a little scared for that reason so oh, yeah mm. Yeah. It's definitely scary. But I think especially with jobs where you work with the same people, it's always a bit better. Because mm -hmm. I know when you're in one-off gigs, like generally everyone's a little skeptical of the stagehands in general. They're like, you know, this is our local union. Like, do they know what yeah. they're doing? You know, because there's, I was talking about that whole like dynamic earlier of like, there's the like, you know, the production teams getting the tour prep done. There's the integrators. There's the local crew. And then there's the tour guys. And everyone thinks they're better than the other. So yeah. there's that fun dynamic. Um, but I think when you're working like full time with guys in a warehouse, like for the most part, I actually not even for the most part, like I have yet to have a problem with that. So mm. I know we're obviously working in different places, so that's not this the case everywhere. But I think when you're working with the same guys, like you form bonds with them and like they know one that you're got hired to do your job. So like one, mm -hmm. they want you to succeed because they don't want more work for themselves, I think. Which is also yeah. why it's so confusing sometimes because like you know like the amount of gigs I get there and like it takes like a half hour for them to start asking me to do things because they're like can you plug in power and I'm like cool yeah I can and then they finally <laughs> go oh, okay so she can help and I'm like don't you want this to go quick like give me work yeah. to do um but I think when you know the people it really helps if you form those like friendships and mm. based on the few people I know from your job they're really cool so I think you'll be yeah. okay heck yeah. yeah I think so yeah <sighs> Hopefully. Yeah. And They're like, great. and you're also like, I, I mean, Abby, I've never known you to be cocky, but I've also never known you to suck. <laughs> that's fair. You know, mm. like, and I think that that's a magic combo. Those, I just tied those moments. <laughs> I don't tell anyone about those moments. Like that's where, where you do mess up? Where I'm both cocky and mess up at the same uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel that. that honestly, I, I had a couple of those moments begin. this weekend in, yep. uh, at, at Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Uh, what, did you fuck up at Mar Mardi Gras? Oh, I fucked up a big <laughs> solo in front of 6,000 people. No. Yeah, it's I, only I a actually, mess up if you show it in your face. Yeah, were you, I, But I'm never aware of my so face, true. which is why I look so ugly in my pictures when I'm on stage. Because I'm like... <laughs> I found out the... I, I, I have discovered when I started posting to Instagram that when I do guitar solos, my jaw goes... Like, like I'm talking. I'm not saying words, but my jaw just goes up and down it's when like I'm soloing. The guitar sound is sure coming out of my mouth. <laughs> it's, it's, it's important to the process for some reason <laughs> that I chew on nothing. But You should see my face when I'm soldering. Oh, yeah. I recorded myself one time because like, <laughs> I want to be a cool person and like do like one of those time lapses of me repairing a panel. 
Yeah. But I'm never going to post it cuz like my jaw is just hanging wide open the whole time. And I'm like <laughs> and I'm like Isaiah did you know I made this face? And he's like, Casey, we all make that face. I'm like, so at least it's, it's everyone. Cause we look in a microscope. So we're, we're just like, you know, exactly. guys, but I don't, I don't understand people who can be in the zone and look like amazing while they're doing it. They're not it. in the zone. If they look amazing. That's, I feel like that's true because if you're looking, I mean, I don't know. I, there's gotta be some of those just really aesthetic people out there that can't help, but look amazing even when they're not trying. But like for most people, including myself it's just only if i'm paying attention to the fact that there's a camera on me <laughs> can i actually look somewhat decent the second no, I forget I, when I see a camera that's when I get worse <laughs> I just, when they actually come to take pictures of the tech at church and I'm like wait <laughs> you sure that's why masks um, ha- are not we're nice oh yeah you know because it's like okay my mouth isn't doing anything weird Yep. So we're good. That's honestly so true, though. Why is it like, the mouth? It's always the problem with the mouth. Well, because it yeah. can hang open and teeth and things. I don't know. <laughs> teeth and teeth shit. Are crazy. My tongue. My sometimes my tongue hangs out. Yeah. What if I you just, just happen to hang a tongue out? Casey, <laughs> was, it, was it just me, or did was running audio while wearing a mask somehow like like I couldn't hear as well? <laughs> and I know that makes no sense, but when mm-hmm. I'm wearing a mask, it's like. I need, I, I, I can't, I can't hear things. I think like I when you be. deprive a sense. So for me, yeah, I think it just distracts me. And honestly, like if I'm at a place where like I'm in the balcony, like I'll just take my mask off behind the board anyways. Yeah. Um, not advocating for that. Just saying. Well, Canceled. Um, <laughs> yes, I would canceled. like to, um, I will exit now, go to my room. Um, <laughs> but like for like some of the places I'm at, like the sound person's not near anyone. So right. it's fine. But I think, like, definitely just when you, like, some, like, you would think it would heighten your other senses. Yeah. But I think, like, it's just kind of, like, weird and distracting. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. But I also just often think it's just my ears. So maybe I didn't really notice it as much. But just I also kidding. mix one day a week. And you are a full-time audio person. Well, so, I've been mixing less and less lately. So I'm excited well, to get back on a, on a desk. That's for sure. Well, well, desk, heck desk. yeah. Do you think that, like... I mean, I don't. I can't imagine it would be pulling on your like ears enough to make a difference. Mm. But maybe the pressure on the back of your ears from the mask would make maybe a difference. It's closing your ear holes. I, a little I bit. would think yeah, that it would make it better. Because if it's oh, pulling true. them like forward, it makes that little. You know, because when I do this sometimes and I can hear things like much better, and so I'd think it would make it better. But, but it doesn't. But in the end, it's not what everyone else is hearing. It so it's different know. than the natural ear canal. So like even if it's better, yeah. it, you know it's kind of like like you know if you are like stepping into like medical territory. None of this is medical advice. None We're, of us. Yeah. <laughs> we are not trained professionals. But um, not I would be curious way. to think to know if other people feel different with a mask on mixing. Um, we don't, I might yeah. post I a poll about it I or something. Notice too much, but yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how many people would actually like. People are just gonna pick hey. their side of the masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good be point. Truthful. I was like, oh, this this could be politics this, aside. Yeah, this could How get you political. Politics <laughs> aside, <laughs> they suck. Do masks? Ch- I mean, but that's kind of also like why you, you mentioned earlier when you deprive deprave deprive deprive a sense. <laughs> like it's the same with like you know if you're trying to find an address and you have to turn the volume in your car down sensory overload yeah oh my gosh dan does that all the time and it's so annoying really you, you don't do that 
No. So he's always the driver, right? Getting a husband means you never have to drive anymore, which is really nice. Nice. But I'm the, like, so when he's, like, doing directions or he's getting lost... Uh, and I have like my music blasting and I'm like singing and he'll just be like uh, wait, wait, and he lowers it and I'm just like <laughs> he, he does that and I give him that face where it's that. like yeah and it's so annoying and it's like you ask permission next time <laughs> you two are already an old married couple and I love it I love it's, it it feels Hilarious. like it sometimes but no I do have experience with that that's for sure Hell that's yeah. funny so I what time does the gym close? I know you got to go to the gym. Planet Fitness, it's 24 hours. It's 24 good. hours? Pretty sure. I forgot it yeah. was 24 hours. That's I go really cool. at like oh 11 gosh. some nights. Wow. We have to go. I have to come to the gym Beach with you. Buddies. When we, yes, please. Once That's you find great. a place, we can see what gym is convenient. I think I might end up in West Nashville. So Okay. okay. We'll see what works. Yeah. I know when I went to the gym the other day, even though I've been going to the one in East Nash for months. West Nash is nice. Stop, Mr. Come East Nash over I, here. But I, I bleed East Nashville. West Nashville's oh, cheaper. I mean, I, anyways. You know, we found such a fucking cute little end oh, unit townhome. You need to see. Oh, it's an end today. unit? Yeah, Ooh. it is. And we have stairs. You I've got sta- had stairs before. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the road stairs. Stairs are nice Ever. until you have to move stuff. Yeah, that's okay. Point. It's almost like you have friends that might help or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Better. We'll see. I mean, maybe. we, we do have experience. Oh, wait. I think I have something. Um, yeah, I might just oh. be a little busy. Just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> get, off, get, off this, the, get off the podcast. <laughs> you know, go to my room. Says, go, to your, go to the Luna corner. Can, Luna can just fill in. She can just hop up here and. That's true. Except guys. last time I tried to pick her up, she bit my face. She tried biting my face off. <laughs> Luna has a sensitive butt in the winter. Um, she like Same. chews at it. <laughs> and, and so you can ask Isaiah Snyder about this. Cause one time when he first moved down here, like he went to pet her and he touched her butt on accident and Uh-oh. she didn't like him for like two months after that. Two months. So at least, and at I least felt so bad because I'm like, this is not Isaiah's fault. Aww. But my dog's just got a sensitive butt. So yeah. if you pet her butt when it's scratchy, she'll freak out. And it's her own fault. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't feel bad. Yeah. I feel bad for the person Aww. she offends. At least she forgave me. Like the, I was yeah, afraid she, she was, was going to like be mad at me for Sulk offending her, offending her in like, <laughs> but then the next day she was like, oh my God, it's Jonah. Oh yeah. Sounds so, about somehow. right. Hell yeah. What a what a good dog. Good dog. Hey. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't even know where she's at. But do yeah, we I have just... any close? I'm trying to think of anything we haven't covered yet. I mean, this is pretty fun. This is this was this was a lot of fun. Yeah, this I is really great. Like this. I hope I hope you had fun, Casey. Did you have I fun? Had a terrible time. Um, <laughs> I, where can I leave my in? Just kidding. you can <laughs> leave a review on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, I am like the biggest seven I've ever met because every time I hang out with people I and we leave, I'll, I'll look at Dan, I'll be like, that was fun, right? Do you think they had fun? I had fun. Did you have fun? Do you think they had fun? Okay, I hope they had fun. I, it looked like they had fun. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what my grandma talks like all the time. Is everyone good? Is every, anyone anyone need me. anything? I feel that as a two, but during. Because like, I feel like I, oh. I focus on the planning and the like making sure oh, everything's two? taken care of. Yeah. Mm. John, I can you, see what that. You, huh? You're I know seven, what, right? I know what you are. What do you think I am? No, just say it. Just but for the longest time, I thought you were four just because I thought every musician was a four. Well, that's the thing is I am not. a, well, here's the thing. You're 
Chapter it's seven. weird. I've taken I've taken the test. So I took it once a couple years ago. Okay. And I took it once yeah. recently. And I, I, I don't know how wings work and all that stuff. So I know I barely know about this well, you shit. You just kind of flap them. But the- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Casey. I can fly now. Oh, boy. But when I took the test years ago, I was a seven. No surprise when I read the description. But took it a year or two ago. And I was a four something having to do with this oh like, you're probably I, four wing five yeah I don't so remember wings five work being, that man. it's either the number before or after so if oh you're gosh, a four totally you could be a wing a five four, a three or a five. A five a five is like the person that like finds a specific subject and just pours into it oh and yeah that's, that's just you. they like learn everything about it and get as good at that one thing as they can i don't know i'm kind of a I'm kind of suck and that at makes a lot sense of things. To be like <laughs> a, a wing for a four, because like I think of just four as like creative people, and then it's like, yeah, you know, a five. That'd be a good combination. Huh. I feel like yeah. don't take that as yeah, a compliment. Yeah. I have okay. two four siblings, so <laughs> Wait, what's your wing? So you're seven. I'm probably a seven. I don't know my wing. I honestly, none of the tests are like accurate, so I just say I'm yeah. a seven. But I also Did you feel know? like I'm a three. Do you think that someone like can change Enneagrams the point over of, time? Well, the point of the Enneagram is you're supposed to be a little of everything. The yeah. the idea isn't to dig. I could be very wrong. Please don't come at me if anyone is listening. <laughs> not that is an you you can mail all your hate mail to <laughs> not giving out our address. Um, so from what I've heard, it's you're not meant to dive into what you are, but to kind of try and complete the circle. Because the Enneagram is a spiritual based thing based on like, the holy divine whatever and so like the idea is that you want like each one's a category and you lean into one more but like you're not meant to just like okay i'm I'm a two so i'm a helper for the rest of my life yeah like you're meant to kind of branch out and (laughs) sorry you can move the the pop filter if you want i should have mentioned that Um, like 30 As we minutes mentioned, ago. I'm a tech, not a vocal person. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, now I feel bad for like any time I've like complained to like <laughs> someone about vocalists. Boom, shoe is officially on the other foot. <laughs> and I have been humbled. Um, so the turns have tabled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the turntables have yeah. turned. So yeah, basically it's just not you're not meant to just be one wing like one of them winged something else. Like so like it makes sense if you're like unsure or like if it bounces around. Cause like you're supposed to be growing in all of the areas. Cause like, mm. imagine if you were just like, I'm a four. So like you could still be, you should still have two qualities. Cause I'd be so annoyed if I was like around someone that never helped me with things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I'm like a little bit of achieving, a little bit of peace in there, you know? Yeah. Stir it all together. A little bit of balance. Mix it nice. all together. And a you nice know that it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> I thought you were gonna really? laugh like like in the <laughs> actual intro. Oh. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's true. I should've. Uh, all right. Oh gosh. That was a good ass time. So um if this was fun. Yeah. So uh Casey, if you so I know that you're trying to get famous, so do you wanna give out your Instagram <laughs> or anything? <laughs> you know me, I love being the center of attention, front on stage. Yeah. I actually want to be like you know, a pop star like Hannah Montana. Thank you. Exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. I can see it. <laughs> so her, her first EP is coming out in two weeks and you can yeah. pre-save the link in her bio. Yeah. The link is in my bio. But yeah, no, yeah. my Instagram, my first name spelled weird. It's K-A-C-I and then underscore Lehman, L-E-H-M-A-N. Say it right. Lehman. 
If you if you want to book, my dad would like fight you if you were just in middle school. My dad's probably well. My dad might listen to this. I don't know. Um. So my dad in middle school, people would call him like like lemon to like joke with him because like it's like it looks like lemon. So they'd call him like, oh, he's gonna kill me. Like his first name's Dennis. He's gonna listen. I don't Will know he if he'll listen? listen this far, I'm gonna so make, I'm just going to hope. make sure he listens now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if he's going to listen to like this point. But um, his first name's Dennis, so they call him like Denise Lemon. And oh, <laughs> that so sucks. Funny. And Aww. I'm like, man, guys are rough, but damn, you know, it was all in love, I'm sure. Well, Maybe. I don't know. Fuck I just haters. know he was, he get annoyed when anyone, because I, I took it as a fun nickname in Drumline. I was Classy Lemons. Classy. Oh, I love it. Classy yeah. Lemons is one of my many Hell drumline yeah. nicknames, but you know. I like nicknames. I, I feel like Very nicknames endearing. are good because they kind of keep you from taking yourself too seriously. That got deep. Uh, I was just I thinking they're it's, fun. It, but it's, I mean, yeah, that, well, yeah, surface level, they're, they are fun, but man, I think that just people take themselves way too seriously. I know people who like, I'll come up with a nickname for them and they're like, no, no, wrong. That's fair. My name is this. And I'm like, Okay. okay. Well, someone, mm-hmm. someone's mm-hmm. very insecure. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing is when I'm working with people or whatever, and they naturally just call me abs because it's like that's like abs. the sign of solidarity. Where I'm like, it's like comforting. You, you get me. I remember. <laughs> I think Ryan Lampa was one of the first people to do it out of the blue, and I was like, that I like that killer dude. Heck man. yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a fan. Abs, because it's ironic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, when we start going to the gym together. Yeah, no, 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 exactly. Um, Abs will have abs. 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 Finally. I'm going to start calling calling you six pack. (laughs) Perfect. Because she's abs. Six pack. Wait. See, I think that's funny. I yeah. love nicknames. That's, exactly. It's like, awesome. I just love funny nicknames. Yeah. Like, that is kind of fun. And it doesn't don't, always take much. Don't, don't call me that. I'm kidding. Six pack? <laughs> don't call me that. I'm going to totally call be gonna, calling you six She's going to quit. Six pack. Yeah, I'm going to quit own this own. whole thing. That's gonna be your, that, you know what? That kind of sounds like a wrestling name, though. Abby yeah. Six Pack. Yeah, right? Alan. Oh Abby, I still always want to say your maiden name because I'm like, Abby Six I'm like, wait, Alan. Well, it still is LaBianca, but I, pl- I haven't changed it yet, and I still plan on going by it in, like, a work environment. Okay, okay. But I, but I will make, like, legal changes once we actually oh, move. Oh, I see. So, I got you. But in a work environment, I would never get around to it. Because, listen, I, just I, wrote one, I wrote one article with my last name, LaBianca, so I can't change it now. <laughs> like, well, yeah. now you're we're, famous. We're yeah, so, do yeah. Do I call you LaBianca? Because uh, I know I have. Because I think a yeah, long what time you, ago you told yeah, me What is to. your preferred last name? <laughs> I can't say on you. I just got so big. She was like, I will, panic. I will retract that question. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I, fuck that. You repeat that question. <laughs> Dan's not around right now, right? We're good. Dan, Dan doesn't listen to this, does he? Does he? Does he? Ooh. Does he? This is a test. Yeah. No, actually, say he needs to. Wow, Shame. what, what a yeah. guy! Yeah, I was gonna say, it's a test to see if he actually listens all the way to the end. <laughs> oh, that's true. I mean, I don't even it know if my mom, if, mom, if you're listening to this point, please let me te- text me with messages. proof. 
Yeah, text we, me with approval. Yeah, I'm not convinced anyone listens we'll see to this. Which one of the people part. we've mentioned? Because I know I'm curious if my dad will listen this far. So, all yeah. right, the, we'll the race is on to see whose family member listened <laughs> to the whole thing. <laughs> all right, shout out to the real ones who somehow mm-hmm. made it to the end of this. Thanks so much, Casey. That oh, yeah. really this helped was so us fun. Out. This Thanks is for awesome. coming on last minute Thanks too. Thanks for having me, guys. Hell it was a blast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have you yeah. back on at some point. Uh, but in the meantime, mm-hmm. uh, go go get swole. Go get swole at the gym. Get woke. Wait, get, I just get woke at the gym. Get woke. So I guess it depends <laughs> on what gym you go to. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, go, uh, yeah, yeah, just I mean, what do you, what do you think's in that water bottle? Like tequila. She said it was water. Tequila. This gonna be anything. Gonna be tequila. But hey, if you like this podcast, go ahead and give us a follow on Spotify and five stars because I hear that's important. And follow us on Instagram because we post fun stuff and Woo! you'll be able to see a little some of our faces too because I make highlight videos for each for each episode. So she kills it's fun it. time. She kills yeah. it. So awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, everybody. And we will see you next week. See ya.